This is Upstate's HealthLink on air. Linda Cohen here with you. Few other events can rival the stress that a parent feels when their child has an emergency that requires immediate medical attention. And no place is more important in that scenario than a well-equipped and highly functioning emergency department. Here to tell us more about this need and some of the changes in the emergency department landscape in central New York is Dr. Richard Cantor, Professor of Pediatrics and Emergency Medicine and the Medical Director of the Pediatric Emergency Department for Upstate's University Hospital. Welcome, Dr. Cantor. Thanks so much for coming in. Thanks, Linda. This, uh, this is an extraordinarily exciting time for emergency medicine and pediatric emergency medicine in central New York. Um, our pediatric emergency department uh, is opening, and it's a brand-new facility dedicated to the care of children from birth to age 19. Uh, we are moving to a new physical plant with new design, new structures, and enhanced services. With our move, the adult services on the original uh, first floor will be totally enhanced with 13 extra rooms, providing a better experience for the adult patient in the emergency department in general. So in, in general, what you're describing is kind of a win-win Absolutely. For both, for everything to do with emergency medicine. But let me take you back for a minute, because when I was I just did a little intro, I was talking about how difficult it is for parents at a time when they find they have some kind of an emergent circumstance that they really require medical care. And what, in your experience, what has that been like when you've seen parents kind of rushing their child into an ED? If you put it in perspective, let's, let's look at a visit. Let's look at an emergency department visit for a child. Whatever the reason, whether it be a, a febrile illness, an injury, an odd behavior, or anything that raises the concern of a parent, and they decide that they need medical care at any time, any hour, any day of the year. And they could feasibly call their health care provider and be told to go to the emergency department or independently arrive, or go to an urgent care and be sent in for more expertise to our facility. Whatever the situation, think of this. You're taking your most valuable commodity, a child. There's, there's no discussion in that regard. You're coming to a strange facility, physical plant. You're coming to a busy facility that has to deal with any and all emergencies in a region. A child arrives. The sensory input to the child is unfiltered. You can't really control it, so it may be a little frightening for a child, which has nothing to do with the personality of the population. It's just the way of a child's basically interpreting their environment. And they the, probably, excuse me for interrupting, but they also probably pick up on the anxiety of oh, their parent because obviously that, you know, that is, is immediate, that kind of one-to-one -one connection. Very good point. Excellent point. The entire experience is uncontrolled and threatening. That's a great point. Um, you arrive. You're put in a room, hopefully in a timely manner, to be examined by people you've never met, doctors you've never had an emotional or... or professional contract with who come in a room and have in about a 20-minute period to not only figure out what might be wrong with your child or anyone for that matter in emergency medicine, but to establish confidence, compassion, and concern. And it's quite a challenge for a parent who is 17 or 37. So we're challenged every day by proving our confidence and our compassion, but for the family, it's just an extraordinarily mind-boggling experience at certain points. So you have been very sensitive to those issues, being a medical director for a pediatric emergency department all along, and you've been doing this quite a long time. Yes, I have. So I guess the question is, how has 
your experience or your department met those needs even before this new change. What have you done to really respond to that kind of um, anxiety, concern, both on the part of the parent and the child? That's a great way to put it. Um, the first thing we had to do, which has nothing to do with architecture, is the Department of Emergency Medicine, under which the PZD is run, has dedicated itself to bringing the best and the brightest emergency doctors to Syracuse. Let's focus on that. There's an active residency program here, and we have expertise in toxicology, hyperbarics, EMS. Uh, I can't tell you the amount of resources the emergency department has, including PEDS emergency medicine. With those cogs in place, you're seeing experts in the field of emergency medicine. 20 to 30 years ago, it was a new field. Now it's an established field. It's drawing the best and brightest medical students, and the residency programs follow in suit. So number one, what have we done? We've staffed it with people who know what they're doing. But that's not enough. When you put a child in that situation, the, the challenge is to round out the entire experience, which involves family care. A parent will come in at 2 in the morning, and you may have a sibling. What are you going to do? Tell them to wait at home, and I'll be back? You bring them in, and you put exactly. them in a room. And I've, I've been doing this long enough that the medicine is fairly well established. I'm into sort of the feng shui of the experience. I have to provide a comfort zone for the sibling, the concerns of the parent. There may be a grandparent in the room and the child. So what do we have to do that? We have clearly everything from the wallpaper to the video experience, if we can distract them and we can get into that if we have time, Yes. to round out the entire experience. And the, the field of pediatric emergency medicine and the alleviation of environmental stress is a subspecialty with expertise in the form of child life specialists, people that we're lucky to have funded through the hospital, whose entire dedication is to improving the emotional experience of a parent, child, and family. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Upstate's HealthLink on air. I'm Linda Cohen, along with pediatrician and emergency physician, Dr. Richard Cantor. We're talking about the new approach to pediatric emergency department that is currently evolving here in central New York. So now, what has taken place? What's the change? Well, the change is almost immediately apparent. You will sign in in the, average, in the general sign-in area of the emergency department like people have been doing for 30 years. You will then be personally escorted to the fourth floor where our new pediatric emergency department is. You'll be escorted by uh, an aide or a tech. You will then arrive essentially in a facility that is completely dedicated to the environmental needs of children. The wallpaper are animal themes, lightly decorated. The floor decorations are soothing colors. We've invested, this is a professional architectural area that we know. Number two, we have more rooms. We had 13 downstairs, so to speak. We're now up to 20. So you will probably never, number one, have to be sitting for any extended period in the waiting room. When we all know what that's like. Number two, more often you'll be walked right back to your exam room where we will greet you and do the welcoming data. And most importantly, number three, you'll probably never end up in a hallway. It can happen, but none of us like to be in the hallway. We feel exposed, and um, I think everybody understands that. So just the physical movement of you towards the medical care point is completely controlled. We have computers that are on wheels. Everyone's seen them where you get registered. Ours are decorated in Disney animals and mm. cartoon animals. 
when you have an x-ray and you're lying down on the x-ray table to have a chest x-ray or a leg film or whatever, the ceiling has cartoon characters and soothing music. When you're in the rooms, we have windows. We have, obviously, media entertainment for today's generation. We have private bathrooms in every exam room, which patient dignity demands. So, in essence, um, we've tried to pay attention to what would you want? What would anyone want in their experience? Because it's an uncontrolled, unplanned, often terrifying moment, and there's nothing like feeling comfortable in your physical space and, and feeling comfortable with the competency of the care you get. So, in a way, what you've done is soften kind of the threat that is an, over, uh, an overlying threat. I mean, immediately when you have to go to an emergency department, there's the threat of some illness, problem, disease, accident. But then, then you walk into what could be a sterile, frenetic environment just by virtue of what it is in an emergency department. And instead, what you've done is soften it, create an environment of peace, calm, mm -hmm. and in a sense, dignity. For both the parent and the child is what it sounds like to me. These are just subspecialized principles that apply to all emergency patient care. The adults deserve the same sort of attention. Of course. But you know, I've been hired to take care of kids. Uh, but I can't tell you, if you look at the feedback we've gotten through our review, so to speak, over the last 25 years in generally, the emergency department in general, there are a couple glaring weaknesses. Uh, the general weakness is the wait time, the physical plant, and the stress of the moment. But what's always, always complimented is once you get in the room and you meet the healthcare professionals that Upstate provides, whether it be for the adult services or PEDS, things improve dramatically. Now we're trying to fix the front end. And I think, like I said, both the adult population and the pediatric population win, win, win. It's very, very exciting. So you've been doing this a long time, and I think I just wanted to note um, that I, a little bird whispered to me that you've just received a very significant award yourself, Physician of the Year from the New York American College of Emergency Physicians. That's really quite an honor. I think there was no one else to give the award <laughs> sure. to, and they just figured, <laughs> sure. okay, that's it. Sure. But that being said, you have a real perspective in your august career of looking at how this whole thing has evolved over time. How do you see the changes in emergency medicine, specifically to do with children, um, currently, and in terms of how it's evolved over the last, I don't know, 15, 20, maybe even 30 years? Well, first of all, if you look at our region, the demograph is changing. We've got, uh, for example, one of the changes in the last five to seven years for me personally is the development of our refugee population. Everyone here knows that upstate New York is a hub for refugee placement. These are wonderful families who have been rescued from horrible situations who often have multiple children. Imagine the situation of arriving in a foreign country without language skills or any resources, and then you put on top of that a child's illness, and they don't know where to go and what to do. One of the changes is we use language lines and we have educational processes. The other thing, and the more broad stroke here, besides the demographic, is we are, R-E-D in general, and of course the peds eater, we're the safety net for Central New York. And I want to put a plug in for the other emergency departments in the region, say Joe's and Krauss and community. Um, when I first trained, emergency medicine was undefined. It was people just hoping to have a good experience. Now it's a specialty, as I mentioned earlier. But the biggest change is people understand what happens in emergency departments now through the media and other experiences. And we have a higher standard. And 
I'm looking back, not forward, on my career, and I can tell you that I have great pride in what we do, which is 24-7, 365. We don't screen any patients. We don't check your finances. We have one simple motto, what is best for the patient? It's a clear path and hopefully a rewarding career. Incredibly well said and incredibly important information. And thanks so much for coming in and sharing your, your perspective and all this exciting news because it's it's really something very significant We're for blessed. our region. We're blessed. We really are. My guest has been Dr. Richard Cantor. He's Professor of Pediatrics and Emergency Medicine and the Medical Director of the Pediatric Emergency Department for Upstate's University Hospital. I'm Linda Cohen, and you're listening to Upstate's HealthLink on Air.